If you like the show and you like to keep us around, why not support us at patreon.com forward slash geekykeys. For as little as $1 or more a month, you can get access to things like early episodes and much, much more. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash geekykeys and click on become a patron. That's patreon.com forward slash geekykeys. Welcome back to the Geeky Keys podcast show. Yes, we have been away for a while since we dropped our last episode, but we are back new and improved. Now, for those of you who listen to our Geeky Keys music podcast show, you might have heard that we are doing things a little bit different this time around. And so basically the show remains pretty much the same in the sense of the topics that we are going to talk about. Uh, we still got our science news. We still got our tech news. Um, our movies, we can't wait to see. We are moving those to separate episodes. Uh, so we got, get enough time to talk about the movies that you can't wait to see. So yeah, pretty much the same topics, just in a different format. Now, coming up on the show today, we have some controversial topics, two of which the March for Science big topic there getting a lot of people riled up and of course saying goodbye to privacy this refers to the order that was signed by the one and only donald trump and i say that with a big sigh but uh that was the uh, order to basically allow isps and service providers to basically sell the information your internet information to uh basically those who have bags of money but yeah, stick around for the show. We have all that coming up and more. Welcome back to the Geeky Keys podcast show. Now, if you are hearing noises that kind of sounds like planes taking off, yes, you will be correct. I have absolutely no idea what's going on today. They are over every couple of minutes. I think it's a busy day for the airport. Uh, yeah, but we will try and press on with the episode. And by pressing on, I mean get to our first topic of today. Now, this topic concerns the March for science. Researchers, activists, and concerned citizens plan to march on Washington, D.C. for science. Rigorous science is nonpartisan, but that doesn't stop gridlock between the scientific and political communities. Just look at the climate debate. Now, march organizers are worried about how quickly anti-science sentiment is starting to resemble anti-science policy. They're marching to hold policymakers accountable for how they treat research and for their repressive stances on science itself. Now, you might have heard or read the big news stories in the world of science. And this is basically concerning the March for Science. And it has been happening throughout America and some parts of the world. Now, in itself, it has a lot of people talking and myself having heard a lot of arguments on both sides of the table. I think it's something we need to address. Now, here is what Sarah Meyer, PhD at the University of Washington, had to say about the march. Scientists deeply care. We, we care a lot about the way that the information that we're generating is used and the communities that are on the front lines of the kinds of impacts that climate change comes with. So I'm, you know, if it, if it means that I have to come forward as a real person, like, so be it. 
I'm a real person. Now, I'm sure most people outside of the science community have mixed feelings about the march. You know what it's about and what exactly the reason for it is. And I think this is one of the only marches in I don't know how long where people aren't marching for money or for the lack of service, but for this kind of unspoken war between the scientists that spend their lives trying to find the truth and the people who in a fraction of a second can reject and deny the truth because of hidden agendas and biases. Now, in my opinion, and this is just me, I think one of the truly big debates on this subject is the fact that global warming and climate change in itself is a topic under so much scrutiny. Now, um, it's kind of like, and you've seen this before, this is where the politicians and the leaders kind of, you know, just twist and change the facts to the point of uncertainty. And it's hard for the general public, even for the scientists sometimes, to kind of know where the line is, what is truth and what is fiction. Now, the funny point is, and, you know, in general, we don't look at it this way, but even the very politicians who agrees with the facts and agree that we have a responsibility to do something, even they are made out to be crazy. I want you to take a listen to what Jerry Brown, the governor of California, had to go through. Some people say that they're gonna turn off the satellites that are monitoring the uh, climate. I remember back in 1978, I proposed a Landsat satellite for California. They called me Governor Moonbeam because of that. I didn't get that moniker for nothing. And if Trump turns off the satellites, California will launch its own damn satellite. We're going to collect that data. Now, looking at the bigger picture of this whole science fact versus science fiction, and I mean stepping way back, you can kind of get this clear-cut picture of who the people are who just want to report on the facts and those who clearly have motive to distort it. Now, I don't know if this is a general consensus, but these people kind of think scientists are these evil creatures cooking up numbers in their lab and they can't wait to make the public fear for their lives. And that thought in itself is sad. Now, I can go on and say a lot on this subject, but I think Naomi Orez, PhD holder at the Harvard University, said it best. Because the bottom line is, we don't want to be here. None of us want to be here. We want to be in our labs, we want to be in the field, we want to be with our students. We want to be doing the work that we were trained and educated and raised to do, which is science. It's the work of understanding the natural world, understanding how this beautiful, amazing, and complicated world works, and using that information to make the world a better place for all of us to make it safe and to protect the natural environment that God or creation or the universe gave us. That's what we want to do, but we are at a moment in time, a moment in history, where we have to do something else as well, and that's stand up and be counted. Now, I think everybody, or most of us, have kind of their own opinion on the matter. So why don't you uh, drop us a comment on our Twitter page at Geeky Keys, our Facebook page dot com forward slash Geeky Keys, and as well as in this, basically on the comment of this on SoundCloud.com forward slash Geeky Keys. Love to hear your views on the topic. But getting into something a little bit more scary that I think, you know, touches on everybody. This is, and I say this with a big sigh and a bit of anger, this is the order that was signed allowing ISPs and internet providers and cell phone companies to share your internet 
browsing history. And by share, I mean buying it. Now, this is a very touchy subject and one that I think concerns all of us. Now, recently, the order allowing ISPs to share your internet browsing history was signed. And you might think, yeah, but you know, I don't really live in the US, so how does this concern me? But you would be forgetting that the very browsers you use on a daily basis are based in the US. Take a listen to this. Well, it's official. Donald Trump signed the order that will allow your internet service provider to sell your browsing history to really anyone who wants to have it, and they can do that without your permission. In the past, they had to seek your permission, your written permission, before selling your browsing data to anyone, whether it was an investigator, whether it was an advertising company, you had a say whether or not you wanted your private information shared with any other human being on this planet. But now, thanks to the Republicans in the House and Senate and Donald Trump, your browsing history is no longer private. All the websites you go to every day, some maybe you don't care if people see, some you probably do. Well, guess what? Anybody with enough cash in their pocket can make a call and buy your history. Now one can't help but think that this whole thing was just kind of the plan from the beginning. You know, it's, it's kind of like a conspiracy theorist's heaven. I mean, we all have pop-up ads popping up all over the time. Uh, we have ads on YouTube, we have ads on Facebook, Twitter, it doesn't matter which platform you use, these ads pop up. But up until now, they were kind of just, you know, the random, the general. However, this kind of takes it a step further, isn't it? It, it, it is kind of, it, it's basically legal hacking. It's almost like Google itself was part of the plan. I mean, think about it. Start a browser, get everyone on the planet to use it, and then when the time is right, throw everyone under the bus. Now, I mean, we can go on about the politics and the way that Trump and his cabinet is clearly benefiting from these stunts. But in the end, the sad part is, in a few years, this will all just be part of the norm. It's kind of like in a world of complete surveillance. It's not really that surprising that we are being surveilled, right? Or is this the moment in time where our children's children will look back and say, if they didn't fight for us at that point in time, we would not have our privacy rights today. I know I'm getting a little philosophical on it, but isn't that the point? Nobody thinks they're making history at the point where they're making history. People just kind of do what they feel is right, do what they feel is necessary. And it's only when you step back and you take a look at it, and in a few years time when the dust has settled, then we only see the impact that we've made. So are we gonna let tyrants, and communists, and capitalist society, people who are clearly in charge of it all, just kind of rule it? Are we just going to be sheep? Or are we actually going to fight back for this? I'll let you decide. But like I said, it's a very contra controversial topic, very touchy for some people. But I think we all can agree that you don't just want to sit in your home and constantly feel like somebody's spying on you, right? But yeah, I would love to hear your views on this. So why don't you drop us a comment on our SoundCloud page.com forward slash geeky keys as well as Twitter twitter handle at geeky keys and then our facebook page as well would you go drop us a comment there 
it has been a very weird show today right i mean we kind of touched on big things things that kind of just upset the norm so what a way to bring the show back right yeah so uh if you feel that the show is good enough or you want to make it a little bit better why don't you go on patreon.com forward slash geeky keys and uh you know support the show man yeah but uh it's been fun once again and hopefully uh we will see you next time with our next episode uh we will be bringing you hopefully something a little bit more lighter and something uh definitely a bit more fun not that i'm saying this wasn't fun but you know i guess that uh, is all up to you but hopefully we gave you something to talk about uh, you know around the water cooler people still say that but yeah anyway <laughs> hopefully we'll see you next time get in touch and comment please and uh yeah see you on the flip side